The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Peter Kavanagh, Independent Councillor for uh, Dublin, uh, South Dublin County Council. You a Lego fan? I am now vicariously I, I was a Lego fan and I am again vicariously through my, my son but it was the pirate ship for me Oh and yes it, That was about 30 years ago but that was amazing I had um, maybe this is kind of an indication of our mindset you know that I was more the kind of I was the voice of officialdom I had the uh, the ship of the, the <laughs> I was going to call them the redcoats but they wore blue actually yeah, yeah, yeah. the people shooting back at the pirates <laughs> anyway <laughs> Anyway uh, Peter's not here to talk about Lego if you have uh, a favourite Lego toy do get in touch let me know maybe it is the Black Tron spy base maybe it's the pirate ship maybe it is something else I mean the, the, the list is endless in terms of what they have uh, produced over the years and like Peter uh, I kind of use my kids as an excuse now uh, <laughs> to play with Lego again 53106 uh, I'd love to hear so, so, some other examples Peter's here not to talk about Lego though to talk about a City Edge the City Edge project I'm sure you would have seen uh, this in the papers today or heard mention of it here in News Talk uh, this new West Dublin town a population greater than Galway City that is planned it is also hoped that it will be car free or virtually car free uh, John O'Hara is with me as the City Planning Officer with Dublin City Council uh, John where exactly is this going and how soon might there be shovels in the ground? Um, yeah, good, good afternoon, uh, Kieran. Um, well, it's, it's an extensive area, 700 hectares, uh, about 1,500 acres, extending the whole way from Inchicore out through Cherry Orchard um, and as far as Ballymount to the M50 um, is that area. People will recognise it by and large by the fact that there's a lot of warehousing, a lot of car showrooms in the area. Um, uh, so it's that, it's that la- large area of, 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 of land extending out to, to to the to the M50. Okay, so as you said, that th- there are businesses in the area already. So we're a long way from shovels in the ground, then, are we? Well, we're 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 a fair way from shovels in the ground. Um, uh, uh, you're right. There are uh, a, a good number of uh, valuable jobs there at the, at the moment, and about five thousand people living in the area. Um, the 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 uh, City Edge project is to increase the number of jobs to twenty to seventy five thousand jobs and eighty five thousand people, and as as you can imagine that's a major uh, uh, project. Uh, it will extend over 20, 30 years and maybe beyond that. Um, so it is expected that there will be shovels in the ground in the, in the, in the next three, four years at, 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 at the earliest because there's a lot of preliminary work to be done before that. So if we can fast forward then, you know, closer to that end point, 20, 30 years, and, and, and I know we're really getting into kind of crystal ball gazing here, what might it look like? What is it hoped it will look like? Well, um, some some people have said, "Oh, oh, not 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 in another a new urban quarter. It, it'll be not a new urban quarter. It'll be a series of urban neighbourhoods." So the idea is to create a series of, of five character areas, um, each with their own distinct character. There will be the Kylemore area, and uh, the Road area itself, Green Hills, the Red Cow area, so um, uh, the Cherry Orchard area, each with its own distinctive uh, um, uh, character, each with a, a, a Lewis stop or, or, a, or a train stop. There will be new, new, new Lewis stops, new train stops, including a new line out to, uh, to Lucan. Um, there will be a, a, 
the idea is that these will be relatively high de- high density quality residential areas with a, with a variety of homes for people at different stages of their life, but laced through it all will be will be a, a lot of green infrastructure, cycleways uh, using the canal, a new link, uh, uh, new green link all the way from um, uh, up to uh, up from Timon Park up to Phoenix Park. So it will be. Uh, uh, an exciting new area for people of all age groups and all incomes to live in, uh, in in a relatively high density, relatively, mm. relatively high compact city from two, three storey, maybe, uh, maybe up to seven, ten storey. All right. Well, I, I mentioned uh, Peter Kavanagh, the councillor, is with us as well. Peter, is this the model for development going forward? This is a long term project, yeah. it has to be said. It is. You know, and John said 20, 30 years down the line before you get to that picture being completed. Is this the model for the future? It has to be. It absolutely has to be. And not only is it ambitious and long term, but it involves two local authorities working together because, you know, life is not so convenient as to divide itself up by the county lines that we've you know inherited and, and, and worked on ourselves so I'm delighted that South Dublin County Council are working with Dublin City Council on this we've done some great projects in the past we've a brilliant greenway all along the Dodder Valley you can cycle from Tala all the way into Sir John Rogerson's Quay so when local authorities work together and when the ambition is right this is the kind of thing you get and it absolutely has to be the model moving forward the future of development in Dublin particularly in South Dublin where I'm from it's not about putting more and more and more houses out in areas of the county that are verging on the rural, that have no public transport, no services, no shops, no facilities, no parks. It's about putting people close to where they want to be, close to town, close to where they're working. Some of them will be working remotely. Some of them will be working in the service industry, in manufacturing, everything. So we're looking at these brownfield sites and these commercial sites and saying, well, actually, there's a better use for those and maybe there's a better spot for those businesses to go. So keeping the principles of a just transition, can we move those businesses into the right place for them? and move people into the right place where they want to be. And I think it it absolutely has to be what development looks like for Dublin in particular. I, you know when you say those, move people to where they want to go, there are people who want the three bed or four bed the, semi with the bit of green. You know, they, they, they don't necessarily like the idea of the commute and being so far out of yeah. town. They want to be close. But, you know, I, I'm not quite sure are we at the point where apartment living is the uh, the, 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 the thing that people aspire to. Well, there's, there's two key things to do. Like, first of all, there's a fundamental cultural shift that has to happen to make apartment living a thing. And a lot of that, it, it has to do with our own cultural psyche and a lot of it has to do with national policy. We need security of tenure for tenants. We need rents to be affordable, maybe be linked to income. We need local authorities to play a much bigger role in the rental market. All of that has to happen. But as well as that, it's really important to say this. Nobody is saying that it's an end to the three-bedroom semi-detached house in an estate in Rathcool or Selbridge or wherever, Port Leash, wherever you want to live. That's still there. This is just provides another option, one that mm. Dublin is sorely lacking in. This medium to high density, medium to high rise living that is very common in a lot of other European capitals and other international capitals around the world. And it is a more effective efficient, uh, more sustainable way of living for many people. It's not for everyone. If you want to have the family and the three dogs and the big garden, that's still there. That's still going to be an option. Nobody's saying that can't happen. But it's not the future for everyone and we want to make sure that everyone is accommodated. How will the the car, the idea that it would be virtually car free as well, I think people, uh, they, they wonder how that will work and mm-hmm. that they understand 
you know, the concept and why it is a good idea, this kind of the 15 minute city. But they also think and they, they, they maybe look at their own lives and they realise our life hasn't developed mm. uh, and our habits and our pastimes haven't developed around the concept of a 15 minute city. And if I live uh, on this development kind of along the N7 there in Kylemore, Red Cow, wherever it happens to be, and my kids are playing hurling and they have a match uh, out in Blanchardstown, I'd be there in five minutes in the car on a Saturday. Mm. But it's a one hour trip over and back two hour round if, trip if you can even get a bus from the Red Cow to, uh, to Blanchardstown you, you have to go to, to town you have to go and to back out so maybe an hour, yeah, an hour and a half maybe no, you at know. the moment and, and to be fair the way our public transport system is based at the moment it's not sustainable and it's not doable so there's massive improvements that have to happen local authorities don't have a voice in public transport uh, it's all run centrally by the TFI so interagency collaboration is going to have to be a huge part of this but yeah it's not the way we're used to living and I know every time you mention anything to do with zero car developments or car free living or anything like that. There's going to be a flurry of text saying, oh, well, I live up a mountain in Kerry. That's not going to suit me. Again, just like apartment living, it's absolutely not for everybody. But this is a new way of living. It's a new direction. And people understand the reasons why we would aim for something like this. People understand that in the future, not everybody is going to have a car or want a car. And car-free living is a reality for thousands upon thousands of people in Dublin city centre at the moment. Nobody, practically nobody living on Mountjoy Square or Gardiner Street would have a car. They don't have the car parking. They don't have the facilities. They can't just leave the car there. So a lot of people are looking at alternatives. Their bike, public transport, go-car. You know, this idea of car sharing, go-car is just one company that does it, but they're the one that springs to mind. If you have a match, you need to bring the kids. Well, you can hire a car, a share car, and bring four or five different kids from the rest of the team carpool it's a new way of thinking about things and people are already doing it that's already a reality now and it's going to be even more prevalent and more common in 20, 30, 40, 50 years Do we know if there's going to be a plan for any other transport in the area at the moment it's really only the bus unless you want to be walking 15 minutes uh, to the Lewis I suspect given what John was uh, talking about there's certainly plans for an awful lot more public transport particularly if they want it to be virtually carless there's lots of industrial areas Kieran, uh in this Part of the city. I work there and I'm not sure how the council uh, plans to move us out. I'm not sure the council has concrete plans for exactly how that's going to work yet well, either. Well the businesses themselves have to be part of that conversation. You yeah. know, it's no good at all South Dublin County Council or Dublin City Council saying here's what we're going to do. But the fact of the matter is that we've got these brilliant facilities like Grange Castle out in Clondalk and these brilliant business parks where industrial and manufacturing commercial entities can go. I, as mayor, when I was mayor last year I opened Grange Castle West, a whole new 10,000 acres of it. So I mean that that's all that's all there, you know what I mean? Crying out for businesses to come out to it. So these businesses will have to be part of the conversation. Nobody's going to be evicted from a building they own and a place where they've run a business for 50 years. That's not how this is done. Councillor Peter Kavanagh and John O'Hara, who's the City Planning Officer with Dublin City Council. Listen, thank you both very much Cheers. for joining me here on the show. 53106, keep your uh, views coming in on that, whether you think it's a good idea or not, you think it will work, you, it won't. Um, I, I do want to hear from you. A lot still to come on the show today, but first... The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.